Okay, wait. We gotta we, we we've got to address uh, the elephant in the room on some uh, expectations that we set up on the last podcast that never came through. Okay, I just want to say uh, we thought that we were too lale to fail, Chad. We flew oh. too close to the sun, and uh, Chad ghosted us. But you know what? I haven't given up on Chad. Really, it was our fault. I think. I think. Yeah, we we came in a well, little we too were, hard. Yeah, we came in a little too hot on him. But you know what? We were very drunk, uh, and I bet you he listened to that episode and went, "I don't want to talk to these guys." <laughs> I mean, no, no, we'll be no. Best behavior, Mr. Nobody listened to that episode. <laughs> no, not Chad, not the guy. Maybe that one guy. That one guy. I'm talking to you right now. The one guy that does the media screeners in WWE might have listened to us. Yes. And hey, to, buddy. Um, to you, we apologize. We we, we apologize, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll we'll calm down a little bit on on you guys. Uh, so get ready for only an hour of us shitting on Roman Reigns, <laughs> um, rather than <laughs> rather than the normal two hours. Progress. <laughs> Progress. We're working with you guys to eventually get some guests on. Uh, but uh, actually, in all seriousness, uh, we'll, we'll have some guests on soon that uh, uh, aren't. Roman Reigns. Yes. Because <laughs> that will probably never happen. <laughs> or any WWE talent for that. Hey, guys. Matter. What's up? Big dog. <laughs> anyway. Say that uh, shit to on, my face. <laughs> <laughs> on to the show. <laughs> Everyone, sorry, I'm out of practice. Go ahead. Hello, hey, welcome to Fight Forever. Fight forever. <laughs> this, this is, is a, this is sport. Fanciful <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh God, we're so out of practice. Hi, everyone, welcome to Fight Forever. It's uh, fake fighters fighting fake fights, the most fanciful combat sports discussion podcast in the universe. It's supposed to be fanciful fight sports because alliteration, Zachary. You're just you're you are putting more shit into the words that I wrote, so you know what I'm gonna I'm adapting. I feel like we wrote this. I think I wrote. You wrote. I this? think I wrote. You fake fighters wrote fighting. Fake oh, fights. we're working into a shoot, brother. Already, we're straight out the gate. The mega powers collide. Well, we got to make up for lost time. I'm Zach. I'm Colin. I'm Dan. Anthony. Anthony <laughs> or Banks? Oh, what do I? Oh God! Say? No, I'm, now they know. I forgot. Now, what do I usually no, they've say? Got your identity oh, no. now. Now they've got your shoot name. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, you just blew the gimmick. Oh no! Uh, you'll never work in this town again. <laughs> I'm ruined. Ah oh, shit! I gotta go to Mid South. Fuck! Go under a mask. <laughs> fuck! I'll be the Midnight Rider. So uh, it's been a month, and a lot of things happened uh, that we don't really care about <laughs> or have kept up with. Yeah, we're not going to talk about them. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what, what I want to do is is going to be it's going to be a shorter episode, folks. We're trying to make this short and sweet and nice, and get into your ear holes and get out. You know, it's like most of my one night stands. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> my brief and unsatisfying, uh, like his penis. <laughs> That's where you were going. Away sad. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I, I I guess we'll just. We got extreme rules coming up for WWE, so yeah. let's just run through the card, okay. say our predictions, and say how we feel about everything so far. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Um, yeah, who's been watching WWE the last month? Show of hands. 
half watching it. Half watching, <laughs> half watching it. So uh, <laughs> that was just <laughs> Banks. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Who's been reading recaps the past two weeks? <laughs> who's been occasionally kind of skimming? <laughs> skimming, yeah. So, I skim who's results. Been occa- in, in my defense, I'm, I care more about the world. Okay, Cup. and honestly, so, when I saw yeah, half watching, I would read the recaps, and then if I liked what I read, then I would go back and watch it. That's why I was like half-assing both of them. So, well, so uh, can 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 I give my excuse? Uh, so there was a huge hack at Chili's. Um, <laughs> And they got my credit card information, <laughs> and I was sent a new credit card. Well. And uh, I, they, they said it was compromised. I was sent a new credit card. And uh, I haven't updated the WWE Network uh, payment method, which they've been emailing me like crazy. Vince Vince himself has been furiously <laughs> pounding into his there's, phone. There's only like five guys who have this subscription. Like, I'm, I'm telling you. It is podcast. You're one of the five. <laughs> You're one Everyone of the five. sharing. I need you. Twenty percent drop right there. <laughs> so uh, I, I I know that I need to like update again, uh, but yeah. I just haven't bothered well, to. To be fair, and, you had it coming because you ate at Chili's one yes. time. I ate at Chili's once. You really six did, months ago. You deserved it. Yes, and I I earned this one. <laughs> I had to get those uh, honey chipotle chicken crispers and waffles. Those were, those were pretty decent. Yeah, I'm not they, gonna lie. They're, they're, I mean, oh my god! If you want to be a member of a portly squad, um, you wanna you, you, you wanna get yourself to a good uh, <laughs> two stone fifty, you know? Then you're gonna get a little, get a little. action going. <laughs> <laughs> you want that? You want Hashtag that? Fupa? You want that fupa action? Mm-mm-mm. Yes, uh, I've so only yeah. With uh, with the um, oh yeah, extreme, extreme rules. rules. Okay, so let's go from like the first fights all the way to the headlining event. Yeah, least most underwhelming um, to least underwhelming. Well, I don't know about all that. Okay, so the opening match <laughs> they've got go that Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. Oh jeez. Oh, oh. this is what uh, the he's not Sheriff Baron. What's his new? He's constable. Constable. He's Baron a constabulary. <laughs> Yeah, because he has no hair. He's not wearing the little hat. He needs to wear the little hat and have the tiny little nightstick. Like, I'm so disappointed. Why is he a constable if he doesn't have a hat or a nightstick? Because uh, words. They like thesauruses. Yeah. This isn't like the time to have because it's extreme rules where you use weapons, man. I want that yeah, nightstick. The fucking oh, nightstick match. <laughs> <laughs> <I mean, they're laughs> fucking the Billy Club, bro. <laughs> I know. If it's extreme rules, then, like, what's the, what's the stipulation? Isn't that the point of Extreme Rules? See, he could do a whole shtick about, like, how instead of the Balor Club, how about I Club Balor? <laughs> yeah. Yes. The Balor Club. Yeah. There should be the club. Yeah. They and should just come out with clubs. Yeah. Come out with chainsaws. Vince, we're available. We're winning. <laughs> Call us. We can do this. All right, so who's our money on? Balor or Corbin? Uh, fuck, I don't. Balor. Corbin. I mean, Nothing I good. want Balor to win, but Vince has said that Corbin is his next pet project. Yeah, and two so. a clear indicator is going to be is if Balor comes out as Demon, he'll get it. If not, eh. I don't think they they're not going to pop. They they're not going to pop Demon off for something. Wait, like now that so, I think yeah. about Especially it, man, he's the opening match. Yeah. A little bit of Robin watching Balor's kind of been getting the the edge of there on Raws, you know, so they're getting the best of Corbin. Yeah, so. so. Yeah, Corbin's probably Corbin's going to win, yeah. win it. Because yeah. 50-50 booking, uh, nobody gets ahead. Well, we have 10,000 hours to of content to make a week. So, okay. uh, uh, next you know. is uh, the singles match for the U.S. Championship. Jeff Hardy, the champ, versus Shinsuke. Shins, my boy. 
A title so useless. Yeah, kick him in his nards where his nards live. I think they give it to Shin and see how he does with the title and see how the fans react and whatnot. Because I think he would have dropped it. I think Jeff probably would have dropped it a while back ago if uh, Shinsuke didn't get bit by that dog. Because it's kind of random that they threw him in there out of the blue. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this is uh, an awfully short run for Jeff, though. So I'm just going to go with Jeff because I feel like. They could actually build this feud a little bit rather than just kind of go like... Instead of just reworking the AJ yeah, feud. Yeah. This, this is true. This is true, but, but have, have you considered he's foreign, Colin? He's foreign and it's the U.S. New title. angle. A lot of Americans don't speak English. Oh, Make yeah. him one of them. In Shinsuke, isn't he kind of do a win? Because, I mean, you got to think these last couple pay-per-views has been him and Jeff Hardy and it's been loss after loss after... I mean, yeah. not him, him or AJ Styles. Styles yeah. And it's just been loss after loss after loss. So he's kind of... Yes. Do one. I agree. So, oh boy, you get a fish okay, cut so bait sometimes. Okay. Then let's see. Next is uh, Roman versus Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> we know who they're gonna try to make, but we know who we want. So I, I don't know. I don't know. This one's weird because like Bobby's a bigger, taller, more musclier man than Roman. So like, I don't, I don't know. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, I'm hoping Bobby. Bobby. Uh, Bobby's going to win, and Bobby's probably going to go up against uh, Lesnar for the uh, Universal. Probably what will happen is I'm thinking this is just down the line. Okay. Lashley wins Universal. Strowman cashes in. Takes it. it. Okay. Does, does, does Lashley win it because he's physically the closest thing WWE has to DC? I mean, yes, but he doesn't have dad bod. <laughs> no. Although he's actually older than DC. He is there older than DC. Oh, there is so much to dig out on DC, but we're going to yeah. wait. Gonna Ooh, I'm waiting. I'm kind of with you. So I think it's going to end with the draw and then we're going to get another triple threat match. Yay. With Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley and Roman. And ah, then Braun cashes in and eats yeah. all of them. Well, because <laughs> Lesnar has to barely pull it out, win against That's all of them, and then fucking Strowman <laughs> comes in and smashes Lesnar. That's what's going to happen. Uh, okay. okay, I actually like that better. I like yes. that. Okay. Lesnar barely pulls it out. We all forget, and then Le- fucking Strowman comes out and goes, he- I'm not finished with you! And he throws <laughs> him into space. <laughs> Get these hands! Ooh, he and then WWE beats him with Kevin Owens. With space yep. Force. There he nice. goes. He, yeah, he's since- cutting, cutting edge. First international uh, fight in space. This is true. I mean, it's uh, we have to send our best and our brightest, so of course. Thick boy Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> Can he be an honorary member of Portly Squad? Oh, oh yes. Yes. Yeah, He's got Portly muscles. Him, he, him and DC. Both, they both get a... Yeah. Out. Well, I mean, DC is the mascot now for Portly DC Squad. DC is the patron saint of Portly Squad. <laughs> yes. Can we please get him on a candle? <laughs> it <laughs> smells like bacon. I was... Yes. <laughs> no, it smells like Popeye's yeah, chicken. Smells like Popeye's! Chicken. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, it. Morgan on it okay okay hold uh, on w, uh, fight forever merch.com <laughs> slash daniel DC cormier stained glass candle that smells like popeye's, popeye's chicken chicken candle okay uh next is dolph ziggler versus seth rollins in a 30 minute iron man match with the wwe intercontinental championship uh so does ziggy 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 get it retain i mean ziggy um hey if rollins wins this doesn't he set some kind of record or something Rollins well, is going to win this. Well, yeah, probably like the most time Intercontinental Champ or something. Maybe. Unless, unless, unless 
this is a setup for a Drew McIntyre. That's what this, that's what I'm saying. This is, everything they're doing is a vehicle to to get McIntyre going. So like, I'm not convinced McIntyre doesn't like do some stuff to like start that feud with Rollins. So I think Ziggler skates ahead while Rollins is sidetracked with McIntyre. Yeah. And then what, whoever loses out of Roman and all them goes and faces Ziggler? Like, yeah. what do you do with Ziggler after Ziggler, that? Ziggler, he just, I don't know. What What do you, what do you, what, the, what do they ever do with Ziggler? <laughs> what have they been doing with Ziggler for the past seven years? I say we dust off Zack Ryder and put him in the past. Yes. Yeah. Ryder versus Ziggler. Oh, those always get heat. Oh, when's, when's Zack Ryder going to be served his papers, his release papers? <laughs> He's going to hire his girlfriend, so... Probably imminently. Zack yes. Ryder is the new JTG. <laughs> oh, man. Why did I answer the phone? Shit. <laughs> okay. um, Next. Next. Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No, Daniel Bryan. All right. Uh, team Hell No. Yeah. I don't like yeah. it, but yeah. The, why do you like it? Because I like the Bludgeon Brothers, minus their crap merch. I mean, I love the Bludgeon Brothers, but then again, Daniel Bryan is yeah, just... Yeah, I know. It's, he is the actual golden boy. Yes. And I'm, unlike Roman's fans, actually like him. I'm going to go Bludgeon just because... My question here is Kane. How available is Kane with everything going on, or has he lost the election or anything? Cause no. No, he, he got the nomination. No, he won the primary, but so he's... Yeah. He's got to keep busy until November, basically. And the thing yeah. is, I feel like him wrestling is actually raising... His popularity as a Republican. <laughs> Probably, I feel like that's what's actually it's still happening. fucking Tennessee. So yes. <laughs> I feel like him wrestling actually helps him. So uh, he's gonna try to raise his profile. Like I was just tag champion. Yeah. And now I'm gonna tag out. <laughs> my partner's gonna be my city. <laughs> like, why I'm why should to, you vote for me? I'm a champion. Right here, I'm, right. I'm here to choke slam the city deficit. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to drag high tax rates straight to hell. <laughs> you I know just what? want him as a mayor. Sure, my mayor can choke slam your mayor. <laughs> I'm going to throw I'm going to climb up to the top turnbuckle with this city's infrastructure. Just that's, that's where we're blood, going. So. <laughs> if this building, if I can't, if I can't elbow drop off of the building, then we're gonna fix it. Like, <laughs> I will personally test every piece of infrastructure in Knox City, Knox County, Tennessee. It's coming. It's coming. Okay, okay. so Kane for me is my next uh, favorite thing. WWE SmackDown champ for women, uh, Carmella versus Oscar. Carmella. Uh, this now, this would be the absolute worst time to give it to Asuka, so that's why they're going to give it to Asuka. Why do you say worst time? Yeah. Uh, well, because they could, they should have, she should have won it at WrestleMania. Yeah. And then she also should have, like, not lost on that punk-ass fluke, like, oh, who's this guy in my costume? Yeah. Like, just sit there and I'm going to be hypnotized by him. So that, that whole thing was... So yeah. it makes the least amount of sense that now, so that's exactly what's going to happen. That bit took way too long. That's the thing. If you it's super quick, like, I can sort of buy it. Like, that's one of those moments I'd be comfortable if it doesn't get to breathe. Because it should be confusing, and, like, you shouldn't be able to, like, make a... It should be a flash pin and not be able to make sense of it. But... Mm. I don't know. We're going to sit here and be very confused by, like, holy shit, James Ellsworth is back. Well, I think uh, Carmella's going to win, but I think they're going to have a legit Oscar-James Ellsworth feud. 
I mean, they teased a little match. Uh, was it one of the shows where I they think, had yeah, a little they, match? They but I think a, they'll have a, a legit. Like, I think they're wrestling tomorrow. Yeah, I think like it's like an actual like so thing. Yeah. How strong does Carmella's coattails have to be if James Ellsworth is still riding on him? Well, I mean, I would think <laughs> Ellsworth is the bigger star. I'm I think he's say, the bigger draw. Like, but he's, they, he's not a champion by any means. He's no. not getting uh, belt money. But he's, he's the first true. ever winner of the women's money in the bank ladder match. <laughs> so there was a very funny story so about that. you're the best that. man that beat up women. Yay. Well, okay, so this is I, – I hated that they did that, but I actually heard a very good story about that. So they were talking, and they were writing the, 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 the finish for that. And everyone's like, Vince, no, you, you can't do it. It's the first women's things. Like, that's shitty. We can't do that. We can't have a man win it. And he's like – God damn it! It's the first time, so you—that's why you have to do it. So I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. Weird Vince logic. <laughs> we have to piss on it already. We have to ruin <laughs> it. Can't be equals. No, 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 no. <laughs> Okay. Uh, next match is uh, tag team Raw: uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt uh, versus the team Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. This Come is, on. This is a hard Let's one. Let's get real. The B team. <laughs> Let's get real here, boys. That's going on the pre-show. And uh, that's going to team uh, fucking Beardo. Hardy and the Weirdo Beardos. They all have beards. You really have to be more specific. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then we only got two left. So the next uh, WWE Men's uh, Championship. Uh, so AJ versus Rusev. Okay. Okay. Uh, they're like six months late on Rusev Day here. I know. I, I <laughs> want it to be Rusev, but he's not going to beat AJ. AJ's just there. He's gonna, it, it's it's going to be an interesting match. Listen to me. Your gimmick is as flat as this earth. I would just want Rusev to combat with, I will crush you like earth flat. <laughs> I will crush you flat like earth. So <laughs> what do you think? Okay, so any chance Rusev could get it with, uh, like, uh, interference by Aiden English? Um, a DQ. Mm. I don't think they'll do the. They might do like the Aiden DQ sort if of. If they need like a storyline for SummerSlam, e, but in between they're doing something else for SummerSlam. Well, I mean, just to kill time because it's so there were a leaked, little bit of time. There were leaked uh, um, packages airing in local markets for Hell in a Cell, which I think is next or the next pay per view, and it's they have Joe AJ advertised. Okay. Yes. So I'm down yeah. for that. That was really good when I saw it in 2003. So I'm super <laughs> excited to see it again. Yeah, I was about to say uh, we're 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 watching uh, we're watching the X division, right? Yeah, this yeah, is the best match of 2005. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucking uh, yeah. Let's throw in Kurt Angle because fuck it, TNA. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, and then last, the Extreme Rules match for the WWE. What, okay, so pardon my ignorance. What does an Extreme Rules match even mean? So that means uh, whatever the fuck whatever they want it they to mean. So, okay, so it's yeah. a no holds barred. Basically, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hit them with things. Anything goes. Boot yeah. yeah. Match. Yeah. Or they're Ravens gonna, Rules match. Yeah. The, they're gonna Ravens throw in some chair Cole miners glove. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Who is it in it again? Uh, it's Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. But if no holds barred, how, what about it means Rousey okay. interferes? Rousey comes out, Nia gets the title back. Uh, I don't know. I think Alexa wins. That means also Alexa can cheat her ass off and I think beat like Nia because she can't beat her like straight up yeah. one So they maybe they keep uh, Bliss cheat. I mean, you know, and if it was a regular yeah. match, I'm thinking maybe she Bliss wins. keeps hitting yeah. Nia in the in the lady balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget about Mickey James. Mickey James gonna hit her with chair shots. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> 
But no, I think Bliss will keep it, but like you just said, uh, Banks said, where she gets it through cheating, basically, and yeah. then that's her like, well, I still beat you, and then they're going to yes. make it happen yeah. again. Question, uh, yeah. why is Naya and Natty, why, why are they now friends? Are they they still were friends? always friends. No, but like they're friends. Who Naya and Natty. yeah, yeah. Oh, because like they long uh, 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 slow they burn. Just slow burn. Burning. Because they both like Rhonda. That's supposed to be what they yeah. want you to believe. They're because we're both Rhonda. we both like Rhonda, and we respect her, and she's not here right now, and we both hate you. So hey, let's work together. To beat up you and Mickey. God, I don't know. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. God, that's weird. Anyway, just keep going. Phoned and writing. <laughs> Let's just, oh, yeah, I'm going to hang out with my friend's friend, and all we're going to do is talk about our mutual friend. Awkward. Wait, actually, man, it might be because aren't they all on that total diva stuff, too? Also so we got to also uh-huh. throw that in. Cross yep. Yeah. Well, you know, what yeah. you going to do? And then is that it? Is that the... Uh, yeah, that's the whole... Oh, yeah, because Brock Lesnar doesn't do anything anymore. Wait, so none of the <laughs> men are in an Extreme Rules match at Extreme Rules? It's nah, just that one? Just oh, wait. Oh, wait. So what you're telling me is there's no universal... Because I was like, hey, what's the main event? Uh, oh. <laughs> you sexist pig. We just talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh... It's not going to be AJ Rusev. <laughs> uh, that's no. for sure. It's a, it's Alexa Naya and the return of Ronda Rousey. Honestly, so, yeah. man, I think Rusev could have won if uh, if Russia wasn't knocked out of the World Cup. I th- I could see him putting on Rusev, but yeah. <laughs> was Bulgaria in the World Cup? No. Okay, it's just Russia. Okay. Oh wait, they don't do Russia no yeah. more. Oh, sorry, I'm just thinking they're gonna have to I, pretend uh, he's Croatia's Russian again. Oh, yeah. I think close. the smartest thing to do is to make Rusev win and then make Bobby Lashley win. And then it's a uh, Dagestan, uh, fucking Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Daniel Cormier. That's that's how we're doing this. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I just yeah. he just replaces all his writers with a feed of UFC twenty four seven. Just do whatever they're doing. I like it. It's great. So, God. Uh, yeah, hooray! Is that is 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 that all that we really got going on? This is that's it. Oh yeah. man! Well, to quote Trump, this is very low energy wrestling. Yeah. Oh boy! It's hard to talk about things we haven't watched in a month, yeah. as opposed to something we've just watched okay. when we get back. Well, I mean, okay, so there is the New Japan. This uh, is true. They just had. Do that's, we want to address that now? Let's address that now. Yeah, well, now. I say low energy because that's a bummer. That's a bummer. That and is half. a well. I mean, okay. First, the good things. First, the good things. Bullet Club is not fine. <gasps> Bullet Club not doing what? well. They're they're fighting <laughs> the fucking firing squad, bruh, bruh. Those those rascally Tongans turned on them like we knew they would. Oh, those rascally Tongans. <laughs> Say that with a mouthful of crackers. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, fucking uh, Cody so and Kenny fought. They're friends again. Kenny and, and Coda are fucking. Yeah, they're fucking. They're boyfriends. And, and um, uh, uh, Hiromu Takahashi broke his fucking neck. Yeah. God damn. Oh. Have we all seen that bump? Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen oh, it. Okay, so let's, let's so like up. you gotta pull it up. Yeah, so like you know you you power bomb a guy. Yeah. Okay. Except like imagine that you grab their head and then you suplex them. So <laughs> I gotta see that. <laughs> it's fucked up. 
It's a Phoenix Plex. Typically, Kota Ibushi does it, but he'll usually bridge. So it, like, he helps to, like, cradle their neck. Um, but Takahashi was fighting Dragon Lee. And uh, Dragon Lee just kind of just threw him. Didn't, and uh, ta- uh, Takahashi couldn't throw his legs over him in time, so he caught it, like, all, like, fucking accordion right on his neck. It's horrifying. You gotta see this gif, but yeah. it's terrible. So, uh, everyone's, like, clutching their pearls and, you know, clacking their tongues, and everyone's worried about um, the question of high-risk wrestling. Yes. Uh, it's it's tough. I got it, like, I got it pulled up. It's loading. Yeah. We're out in the shed where the internet's tough. <laughs> Who's your provider? Sprint. Salespeople. Yeah, exactly. That's the first mistake. Exactly. Hey, don't worry. It'll be T-Mobile soon. <laughs> and then we'll have even less choices for our shitty phone service. <laughs> are they buying them out? Yes, they are. Yeah. Oh, holy yeah. dicks. Hooray, Trump's America. Everybody's buying out everybody, man. Air- Disney's everybody. buying everybody. T-Mobile's buying up people. Yep. It's all yeah. become one They're big They're buying monopoly. up people. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, there's the GIF. If it'll, da, 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 da. It was pulling up on the uh, on the search. Well, so here. It's let me, freak let, nasty. Let me they pull like, up my Metro PCS, which is also part of the T-Mobile network. <laughs> yes. Just just Google Hiromu Takahashi. I don't know uh, how to injury. spell Hiromu Takahashi. Just, <laughs> just type in H-I-R-O-M-U, and then it'll fill in the rest. So... Well, I'll, well oh, God, jeez. Oh. All right, so we can talk about this. Talk about that fucking <laughs> short man. He's only five foot seven. He, and he's, a half. he's a little boy. He's a little Wait, boy. Who's five foot seven? The guy who got his oh, neck there broke. Oh, Takahashi's. Uh, yeah. Do you have like a motherfucking like? Is this like an iPhone four? This thing's tiny. No, that's the SE, man. I got it like that because I like the smaller phone, man. I don't want this big ass shit in my pocket, like nah. bulging out. Nah, less or, screen to break. <laughs> or to you or you. All right, I'm pulling it up, too. I'll see if I can get it first. What's the network it. yet so we can see who's the best? It's a race. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I found it, but I, there's only a 40-minute one because it's just like... Here's... Oh, here you go. A minute where it says, don't throw him on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Words to live by. Hey, I've got a solution for you, kids. Don't throw people on their fucking heads. Oh, shit. Here we go. Yeah, somebody... Oh, it's on Twitter. Somebody reposted it. Okay. Yeah. Bullet Club Italio is the gif I've seen repeatedly on Twitter. Yeah, here you go. So here, Will. Uh, here's the... I think this boom. raises the great question. Oh, oh. Um, wait. And boom. Oh, that's ugly. Oh, yeah, that broke his well, neck. Well, so he broke his neck, and then they wrestled for, like, another two minutes and finished out the match. Like, he did, like... The motherfucker did a Canadian Destroyer in, the, in his goddamn finish. Uh, on a broken freaking neck. So whose fault is that more of, you say? Because uh, it looked like he should have rolled more after he tossed him, but so I think I think accidents just happen. Everyone in that ring is professionals, and they know what they're doing, and they know how to do these things so it doesn't kill them. But sometimes shit just happens. Sometimes you get yeah. your neck broke. This is this sometimes. this month, this last Buster month or two, Ryan like all these wrestlers just been getting hurt, like mm-hmm. these last month or two. Well, Bray Wyatt brought that on himself because he wasn't paying attention. He was on his cell phone or something. Well, you got him. You had Ruby Riot. You got what, what this her? one? Oh yeah, she fucked up her knee. Oh yeah. Why couldn't it have been her nose? They could have finally fixed it. Hot takes. Woo! Yeah, so that sucks. It's real bad. Are we cool? With, are we? Do we 
as consumers, have a responsibility uh, when it comes to wrestlers taking dumb bumps. In what way? Like, should we maybe not encourage guys to do crazy stunts? Um, Here's my deal with that. It's a catch-22. Yeah. Here's here's my deal with that. Uh, I'm going to come at this uh, from the crazy libertarian Yeah, stance. okay, cool. Hold on. I'm going to – let me get my copy of the Fountainhead here. Yes. Uh, pull out your Ayn Rand, everybody. Um, what I'm saying is these guys signed up to, did this, like, to do this. This is what <laughs> – These they, guys signed up to did this. They, they, they signed up to did this their job. What I'm saying is these boys know exactly what they're getting into. It ain't ballet. And they know the dangers. They do. And they volunteered. They could have been a fucking accountant. But no. <laughs> but no, they decided they just want to do flippadoos. And this is what happens when you do flippadoos. Also, you know? I'd like to point out, I would love to see, I don't know, uh, Bromstrom as an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. He keeps talking, but all I hear is, is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow. <laughs> no, says the man in Washington. Yay. Yeah. Yay. What does a man do? I mean, yeah, I'm kind of with you, though. I mean, it comes with the game. That's the risk you take. You've but is that? it all about that? that? I mean, if it was all about high-risk maneuvers and stuff, 205 would be more popular than what it is, you know, because that's all the, what those guys do. Uh, but, I mean, when you have these big matches, you do expect that one little big, at least one big yeah. spot or so. So, I'm, uh, What I'm saying, though, well, is... Well, should, should we feel responsible or guilty for, for things happening? No, I mean, because, like, you think about... Okay, so, given that this is wrestling, right? So, yes, you did a, a suplex, a spine buster, what have you, and it went bad. But look at like football where guys are wearing like protective yeah. gear. They have, you know, way more everything and they get hurt just as much. Or, you know, even soccer, you get your leg mm-hmm. broken, you know, or you, yeah. boom, you get a CT because exactly. you're clacked heads, you know. Anything in life you do is there's a risk. But well, it's like also when you're a prime physical athlete and you've gone through the move 10,000 times, it's mm-hmm. like. It should just be second nature, but sometimes shit happens. Yep. And I know you want to sit here on your fucking whiny-ass liberal white guilt bullshit, but... Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, re- okay, really playing to that fucking Fox News crowd, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get the Republican demographic in on us. <laughs> I see which way the wind's blowing. Colin, is that an Infowar shirt I see? <laughs> Listen to me. Braun Strowman smells like sulfur. (laughs) He's actually from Hades. (laughs) Came down from the mountaintop. They're putting chemicals in the water to turn all our wrestlers Japanese. (laughs) Now, but no, I mean you can you can feel guilty if you want to, but nothing's guilt free, man. Nothing. And if you were really guilty about it then you would stop watching. Or if you were really guilty about it. Ooh. I mean, okay. I I, I, I talked about this uh, with, with a co-worker of mine. He's a, uh, he's a black guy, and he told me about the experience of being a black man in America. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm just listening. I'm yeah. just listening. I'm, so I want to see where this so goes. This is, <laughs> this is what he said to me. He said, okay, buddy. You got you got all this like uh, you got all this thing where you feel like you're an ally, and I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. And he's like, listen, if you want to know what it feels like to be black in America, just shove a dildo into your asshole, 
And then I was like, what? And, and, and he's like, just keep it there. I'm like, when do you take it out? He's like, no, you keep it there. And suddenly, when that dildo gets comfortable, you got to move up a size. Move up until it just it's just constant discomfort, constantly getting fucked in the ass. I can't agree with that one. <laughs> Your friend's on his own right there. So he's like, if you're really it's guilty, stupid. then you'll shove that fucking plastic dick up your ass and keep it there. I think he just I has think a, he, I think he's got yeah. a kink, Colin. I think he just wants to shove it up your ass. Maybe. He just gets off on that. Let's we'll see if you do it. We'll that, that, that coworker also talked to, to me about how he loves peeing on people. So, I mean, I don't yeah. know, man. It's it's kind of weird. It's like a weird turn, I see, huh? Yeah, anyway. No, no, no. I mean, he's like, like R. Kelly or something, man. This is what he's been up to? <laughs> hey, it takes all a lot. A lot's happened in a month. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, obviously. Like, shit happens. Uh, fucking, uh... Uh, Ricky Steamboat's kid fucking busted his spine on a simple, like on a vertical suplex, and that fucking ran him out of the business. Like he, he, it fucked up his spine to the point where he could not wrestle anymore, and he's out. And that so like on a super routine move, even less exotic than that fucking bullshit. So like I know shit happens, but it's just like I don't know, you know. Maybe sometimes should I? I just wonder. I just try to. I try to pretend like it's possible to be an ethical consumer in the modern world. But they still up for it, man. So let's say like this, and let's do another occupation or something. Let's say if uh, someone from the Secret Service, they take a bullet for the president. Would you feel guilty? Would you feel bad then? They're doing their job. That's part of the risk. No, I would feel bad that they took. I would feel bad that they took the bullet because I'd just much rather the president took the bullet. (laughs) I think it's his turn. I mean, I agree. Um, but at the same time, like there, there's a point to that. I yeah, mean, no, no, but not I, to I, actually not sidestep your question. I feel like feeling guilt. Fair. I feel like feeling guilt is the wrong emotion. Uh, feeling grief is correct. Um, but feeling responsibility for this, no, I don't. Sympathy. You feel sim- You yes, sympathize. I with feel. Them. I feel. Yeah. yeah, it's empathy. I've. You know, this. That, that. That's. That's what it is. You know, I feel bad. I feel grief. I feel sad. But do I feel responsible? No. I'm just saying. I just I'm just I'm just being the uh the question of the other half of Twitter who's been talking about this. I mean I mean if we're really gonna I mean it's it's in every fucking sport, like Dan just said, you know, it's in fucking football. They're going over all the CTE shit and part of it though, what's <laughs> what's hindering all this is the NFL's giving fucking drugs all the goddamn time yeah. to these players, but it's all about. I mean, now I'm gonna get Alex Jones and get into a big pharma thing here. But they're giving the fucking uh, they're giving the wrong drugs just to experiment on these fuckers rather than actually giving them things that would help I think them. You've been listening so. too much, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I was listening to well, Joe Rogan too much, then I would be like, "Hey, man, in 15 years they're gonna have something that just you get a concussion, boom, they just they just do a microwave over your brain well, and then suddenly it's all repaired." In his def- it doesn't sound as crazy as you think. I mean, the NFL is mostly black people, and America has experimented oh, no, on no, black listen, people. Before. I'm not saying they're <laughs> doing that. It's what it fucking is, dude. Yes. Yeah. That dildo thing. Mm. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't. I don't care about football. So. Oh, so you don't care when it's black people, but when some Asian dude breaks his neck, you're all oh, on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, got some yellow fever, huh? Yeah. Speaking of, uh, 
Speaking of dildos and of people getting broken, let's, Listen, let's tie this into that. You mic. say a racial slur one time. <laughs> I'm just trying to make amends. Let's steer this conversation back to dildos and to broken bones. How about uh, UFC 226? <laughs> uh, all right. All right. All right. Hold on. Let's take a break and come back to this because I need water before we jump into fucking uh, open up that DC John Bones Jones can of worms. Ooh. Um. I just need a cup of water after this conversation. More like a cup of haters. <laughs> cup of haters. Hey, we gotta talk about that. We gotta talk about that. After, after, we gotta after. talk about that. After the break, we'll after. be right back. Cup of haters. God. Hey everybody, Zach coming to you from the editing bay here at Hey I Made That Studios. Just want to give y'all the heads up. This next section, we're talking about things like sexual assault, and rape allegations, and Me Too, and generally having one of those important but not fun conversations that maybe you don't necessarily want to get into while you're in the middle of a bunch of chuckle fucks talking about, yeah, you know, wrestling and fight sports. So uh, just to give you all this heads up, if you want to opt out of this conversation right now, roll your time ahead about approximately 13 minutes to roughly the 51 minute mark and uh you can cut right to us talking about ufc 226 so again just a fair warning heads up trigger warnings call it what you will it's uh gets a little heavy from here on out so um with that back to the show Alrighty, we are back. We're going to go into some MMA, but first, oh, uh, let's go to this elephant in the room on a, uh, a cup of haters, because I just wanted to get this Banks, out of the way. you have the floor. Alright, so I just want to see how y'all feel about this, okay? Because as it was released, supposedly, you know, when it first happened, everybody got on Enzo, and he mm-hmm. got released for not letting the WWE know, plus some other stuff, but mainly because he didn't let them know about the whole rape allegation. Well, the Arizona police they released a statement they're like well uh he didn't know until the woman made it public like they never told him that he was under investigation but the uh uh the woman who alleged it uh she's the one who posted it on social media and then he found out when everybody else found out you know so technically he didn't try to hide this or anything and then in the end uh her charges like they couldn't uh he was found like all her evidence, everything, it fell apart, and there was no uh, evidence to support that he raped her or anything like that. So, uh, in the end, he got released for hiding this and maybe, you know, possibly raping this woman, and it was all not true. He he didn't hide it. He didn't rape her. So, do we bring him back? Do we start that uh, him and Naya thing? I, <laughs> so, I think... I think the ship sailed on him coming back because if nothing else, I don't think he's interested in coming back. So uh, I, I, I think that a very important uh, thing to address real quickly um, is something that is, is very important with the Me Too movement and uh, the fact that we are, you know, n- no matter how, you know, many or few are listening to this podcast right now, um, I think that it's important to uh, say, you know, to all women out there, uh, you know, I will never publicly doubt you. Um, I only advocate for uh, clarity and justice. And (laughs) 
Don't you fucking make those crude <laughs> gestures. No, no, um, no. Keep going with your liberal bleeding heart shit over here. Nothing. I only Alex advocate Jones. for fucking, fucking clarity and justice whether or not it be that uh, these men are acquitted. Um, and I think that that's the important thing in this is that uh, sexual assault is fucking serious and you have to take every claim... Uh, very seriously. Um, it's very difficult sometimes to wade through exactly how to handle this shit. Uh, it's a very delicate process. And the thing with uh, with Enzo Amore specifically is no evidence uh, is, you know, given to him. So technically he is off the hook for right now. The investigation has been suspended. He is, you know, it has been, but not necessarily completely. It was not concluded. He was yes. not found innocent. There was not enough yes. evidence to continue. Yes, there was There's not enough evidence to yeah, continue this investigation. But if something were to pop up, if she were to find a text message or anything like that to reopen this fucker, you know, he's still on it is still some fucking coals. You know what I'm saying? So... Now, whether or not that ever actually, you know, arises, maybe, maybe not. Um, I, again, as far as his firing, you know, it kind of, it kind of sucks that it, that the, the stated reason didn't actually prove to be like, you know, something he actually did. But again, I think mm -hmm. isn't Connecticut a right to work state? I'm pretty sure they can just ax him if they wanted to. Anyways, um, what are you gonna do? There's. My my deal is I think what is uh, the most important thing uh, in in a you know and and I'm gonna sound very fucking PR here about this shit but like the the important thing is is that when you're on a platform uh, you have to uh, just for the sake of women you know it just makes you feel fucking way unsafe when you're discrediting you know somebody just because like you don't know who's listening and you don't know who's going to uh, feel terrible about this. You know, we don't know these fucking people. We don't know the girl. We don't know Enzo Amore. We don't know any of these fuckers. So for us to put them on trial is not necessarily right. You know, we're not the jury in this. I, um, also, I, let's not act like the, the justice system is 100% right anyways, because again, true. OJ got away from criminal, 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 criminal charges. Criminal charge. I tried three times to so, get that out. It's tough. He was found innocent. All right. He was found innocent. Well, I'm just saying. When you write a book that says, if I did it, it makes me wonder. I actually have that book inside, too. <laughs> oh, is it any good? I haven't read it. So, <laughs> oh, you just got it for the look. Let's use this one here. So they're like, okay, so they're like, well, we don't have enough evidence to continue. Well, you know, we'll see in the future. Maybe something comes up, he'll do it. But then here's another man, OJ, where like, well, he's innocent. And you're like, well, he's still guilty. How does that work? Like, it's okay. a lose-lose situation. Well, what's, what, <laughs> what's the difference between the two? <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna dig this shit up because fuck it. Why not? Let's go. Uh, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's talk That's about right. this and get a, get a little bit less uh, PR. And you know, I, with having what I, you know, what I just said, um, I'll go into specifically what makes it difficult, right? And this is why there's a balance to this, and why I just say like, clarity and justice is what I advocate for ultimately. Say, for instance, a guy like Chris Hardwick. Um, yeah. You know, the, you heard all the shit that happened with him? Yeah, yeah. I'm so, yeah, and he's and he's fucking... I, 
I think that there's some shit that's awesome about it, only because, like, uh, you know, a woman of color is replacing him now on the Comic-Con panel. That's fucking awesome. Um, you know, and replacing a problematic white guy, that's fucking cool. But at the same time, Chloe Dykstra, the, uh, the woman who uh, is accusing him of shit, uh, she's John Dykstra's daughter. John Dykstra is the guy who made all the special effects for Star Wars. This is a guy of superpower. This bitch grew up on Skywalker Ranch. You know what I'm saying? She hangs yeah. out with Macaulay Culkin and Haley Joel Osment and Max Landis and all these guys. And I'm just saying, when you're like in that kind of child star status like that and you're hanging out in those places, it's going to make you a little cuckoo. Um, and you're going to pull some publicity stunts. You're going to do that kind of shit. Um, it's, it's tough because... I'm not going to doubt her sexual assault allegations. That's fucking serious. But I will say that what makes it difficult is that I doubt when she says that she was uh, fucking uh, blackballed in Hollywood. When I'm like, yo, the Dykstra name probably holds a lot more clout than Chris fucking Hardwick of Nerdist. You know? Um, And then also, I mean, what do you feel about, like, one, she didn't actually call him out. Then he released the text messages, which kind of supports what he was saying. And then what's her response to it? After she said, I got evidence and all this other she stuff. She's just like, she didn't do anything. She just disappeared. She just kind of apologized. Like, well, well, you know, I appreciate y'all support. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about this anymore. Yeah, That's exactly. kind of a bitch move. This, like, this, oh. is, uh, <laughs> this is a very difficult uh, situation on how to handle it. Uh, only because of that. Because at the same time, suddenly by putting this all in the public eye, uh, it was made kind of an unsafe environment for her to really continue on this. It's it's tough. And I'm just trying to look at it from both sides, and this is why I say, like, mm, it's a balance, and, you know, you just have to go, okay, we're not the fucking jury. If anything more comes out that actually gives us some clarity here, because here's the thing, Louis C.K., that shit was clear. Bill Cosby, that shit was clear as fuck. Kevin Spacey, that shit was clear. But then you got some situation like, say, for instance, George Takai, where... The guy who threw the accusation out months later goes, oh, I was lying. I was straight up lying. I don't know why I did that. You know? Yeah. That shit, it happens. And it fucks everything up. And that's horrible. So, that's it. it, it fucking Zach and Dan are on their phones. So, <laughs> so I'm like, uh, let's just leave this behind. But I feel like this is a very valuable conversation to have. Yeah, true. No, it definitely they is. They don't care about social injustices. Yes, at all. I That's know. All. We already I know Zach look, doesn't care about black people. I live people. to <laughs> make social injustices. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Dan's over here like, look, I masturbate Louis C.K. style all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to let a man do this. He only cares. Zach only cares if it's Asians. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sorry, I got to <laughs> type. I got to type. Uh, I'm just saying, anyone that releases a song after the fact where he's like, fucking styling on her for like oh fuck you I beat this suck my consensual penis I'm like well that that and also him just like the chorus being no I'm not a Bill Cosby no I'm not a Bill Cosby <laughs> well, like whoa me think the lady doth protest too much well bit. let's see and I'll, I'll, I'll stop yeah. on this one but like you were saying they do this afterwards so let's say OJ how he had the book well yeah. if I had did it right yeah part of me and this is a I can't kind of blame him because even though he was found innocent, everyone treated him like he was guilty. He lost yeah. endorsement deals. No one wanted to work with him. He was kind of blackballed after that, yeah, you know? That's, that's and fair. so you treated this man like a crook, so he's gotta make a living somehow. You know what I'm saying? And 
he and why not? I mean, the well, book honestly is smart. It would make a lot of money. A lot of people would buy it. So why not do something like that if everybody's treating you like criminal? Why I not mean, buy into that? There was also the part where he did an armed robbery for sports memorabilia. But it was sold, some of his old stuff that yeah, he, he sold like, his stuff and then went and robbed the same store <laughs> that day to get his stuff back after he pawned it for money. I mean, I'm just like, well, no, yeah. and there's more to that too because I mean, uh, who is it? The family? <laughs> okay, so like I said, he has to make a living. No one wants. To work with him, he's been totally blackballed, yeah, yeah, no, right? No, 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 so he's no. selling his he's, stuff, he's trying in to a get hard money. Position. That's I'm well, not. I'm what not happened is the family that. was it the Goldmans that the family of the daughter yeah. he killed. Yeah. Well, what they were doing is they're also they would take like when he was selling his stuff, they would buy a lot of it, and then they're just keeping it so he can never have it back, even if he was to get the money and stuff. So he was trying to rob and get his stuff because he didn't want them to get it, you know, because they're. So they're just taking his stuff, hoarding it, it and being spiked. So there's oh. a reason why he did the armed robbery. Not justifying but it. You there's all the fucking <laughs> but, shit. When he was running but, from the cops, when the cops were chasing him, and he was about to kill himself, and he kept saying, I'm so well, tired. You know, he's got bad there. knees, man. He's tired of this stuff because... Uh, yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is I mean, tough, man. You know, it's, it's, it is, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. I'm not... I'm just... I'm just look at Enzo. He, there's, there's a lot oh, to unpack, and I feel ultimately what you got to say is... Uh, to a woman, I believe you. Uh, you got to say to the man, uh, innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. And then you just got to fucking sit back and wait for some shit to happen that makes it all clear. And I totally I, agree with that because only my problem is it feels like sometimes it's turned into like a witch trial here where you just say and people don't wait for all that. They just jump I, to conclusions. I don't disagree with you, but here's my deal. Uh, they're they're not dealing with legal punishment. They're only dealing with uh, losing their jobs, which that fucking sucks. That this is where we're and this is the big thing. This fucking sucks. That on both sides of the political spectrum too, they're using this as a tool to just go after somebody's fucking livelihood. And now they just know that you just go after somebody's livelihood and they'll lose everything. It happened in the NFL. Uh, you know, to make them stop fucking kneeling for the uh, the national anthem, they went after their livelihood. Then they did it to Roseanne Barr on the other side of the political spectrum. They went after her livelihood uh, because she started spouting off some shit. You know, it's just, it fucking sucks that that's where we're at, but this is where we're at. This is the new form of censorship. You know? <laughs> that's not what censorship means. It is, though. It is not. No, I'm cutting this they off. They are using no, this no, to no, silence people. No, that is not what, that is literally not what censorship means. Dan over here, I'm so sorry, it's it's like he's receding into his own eyeballs, so we have to stop. <laughs> he's fucking wasting away. I just, I just want to talk about punchy fight man. Me too, I do. I'm agony. Uh, I'm that is agony. not what censorship means. We'll talk later. We'll be back after this. Cut it out. There's some good shit in there. I'm kidding. 
Hey everyone, we're back to fight forever, okay. and we're actually talking about fighting <laughs> MMA. Hey, I mean, earlier we were just fighting. Now we're gonna actually now we're talk, actually gonna about, talk about the professionals fighting. So uh, UFC two two six happened this past Saturday in Vegas. Uh, we got together. We watched all the main card. Uh, I think we kind of caught the tail end of the prelim rounds, uh, which Paulo Costa. Uh, the middleweight beat Uriah Hall. And, man. Uh, just knocked him out. Costa did Punches. real fucking well. And Uriah Hall was really aggressive. It was a great fight. Good fight. Uh, um, then next one on the actual main card was uh, Round Tree. Tree and, yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, Gokan Saki. Uh, fucking Gokan, man. He was supposed to be uh, a super stud. One of the best in the world kickboxers fought over a hundred fucking fights and they were just trying to give him a they were just trying to feed him Roundtree to just move him on up the card but well, instead what happens is uh, Roundtree just derailed that shit real quick well I mean well, here's the thing you got you got a hundred fights on you yeah you're one of the most acclaimed kickboxers in the world that shit don't come for free yeah you know like, well, I mean, uh, I, I kind of wonder about, like, does he have a lot of undiagnosed CTEs? I mean, if getting yeah, kicked in the head a whole hell of a lot. I mean, it's like the Overeem thing. He's probably got a jaw made of glass yeah. now, you know? Just too many strikes to the face. Yeah. Your face should not be called strike force, is all I'm saying. So, um, yeah, then there is... Uh, yeah, and the next one, so we saw was uh, Pettis. Pettis and uh, Chias. Chias. Chiesa. Chiesa. Mr. Mullet. Power Mullet. So, Chiesa missed weight by one pound. Uh, and then he was kind of just out of it. Like, he was out of it since weigh-ins. When he missed weight, he was really weird about it and was like, this is going to be my last fight at 155. I'm moving up. I'm, <laughs> so I'm fucking shit. done. And then Pettis was a goddamn stud. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, I yeah. pretty much both those two opening fights where underdog took it. I mean, it made it to round two, and then he just, just got him. You know? Yeah. And I mean, yeah, he fucking he tapped out Michael Chiesa, yeah. who is known as a yeah, submission which, artist. Which Chiesa is the one that does the tapping out. So yes. it was a, a hell of a show. That guy, that guy won <laughs> uh, Ultimate Fighter by choking somebody the fuck yeah. out. It so was like, a uh, triangle armbar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, he got him in a fucking triangle choke. Like, wow. It was. It was gorgeous. And Pettis is known for having that highlight reel, man. When he did that fucking super kick. When he oh, ran yeah. up the cage and then jumped off of it and then kicked the guy in the fucking jaw. Jesus. Um, then there was uh, an absolute goddamn war. Yes, this fucking was thing was so good. Paul Felder versus Mike Perry. Uh, and what was interesting here, Paul Felder <laughs> is... The uh, Irish Dragon. Yes, right. the Irish Dragon. No, he was the favorite going into this. Yeah. Uh, and my money was on him. Um, but <clears throat> what ended up happening was... He wanted to show off a little bit much, and I think that... Spin kick! Yeah. Spin, he so, yeah. spinning he just, back fist! He just spinning learned how to do his one spinning special move, fist. so he just kept yeah, doing he, it. Well, he did this spinning forearm, and he hit uh, fucking Perry in the forehead, right in Perry's big, dumb, tattooed <laughs> forehead. And uh, I think that that might have caused a little bit of a fracture, and then I think it was just compounded by Perry... 
uh, because he's got some fucking brute goddamn strength. Picked oh, yeah. his ass fucking, up yeah. and slammed him. Yeah, and like uh, Felder landed on yeah. his on his goddamn forearm again. I think that that made the break even worse. And that was all in like so, first round. Yes. You know? So it seems like so far a lot of the underdogs have been winning. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah this, no, it was this whole card was just underdog yeah. fest. Vegas was, was off the mark. Every all way. the underdogs won. The and then, uh, in addition to that fight with Felder, he got just kind of clocked in his head and there's like this big knot and you're like man that's that's a huge lump and then all of a sudden he just starts gushing like his whole yeah. face covered yeah. in blood they so, even stopped the round they pulled him apart cut men worked him they got back in the clinch and, and then he just boom gushing it. falls no, again so, so he he had the sub he had the he had the subdermal uh hematoma and then he also had a cut and it was like you, you, it was fucking crazy how much fucking Perry was fucking his face up. So it seems like Felder, whatever, he was showboating a little much, hit the guy, pissed him off, and then the guy just said, it's ass-whooping time. Well, <laughs> Mike well, Perry was... has been losing his past couple fights, and then he changed uh, He changed coaches. He changed teams. And uh, in this fight, it's kind of surprising because Mike Perry came in calm, collected, um, and then he just fucking cleaned house yeah i feel like perry needed it more yeah, yeah. perry and, needed it and more. the other was thing hungry. that was kind of like impressive is that despite felder's like gushing blood broken arm he never like gave up like they went the full three well, you know rounds. and here's my thing with uh, what, what you guys should know about felder felder usually fights at 155 uh and this was a welterweight bout uh felder went up to welterweight on a week's notice Ugh. Yeah. um so this was this was just what they added because you know part of it was because of the Holloway thing yeah. like part of this was because you know fucking uh, they just needed another fight so Felder took this on short notice so giving him credit you know he fucking he he showed up and he fought through a broken arm they sent him to the hospital afterwards because he wasn't doing so good um, <laughs> and that's. So this one, this one was specifically funny because I think Felder, it was Felder kept ignoring. We couldn't figure out what it was, but Felder kept ignoring his camp, like his cornermen were yelling at him to do stuff, and it was, I don't know, it was it was so funny to me because kind it's, of infuriating, kind of infuriating because he's like kick, and it was I don't know, it was back and forth, and it was yeah, deeply like, amusing. Well, stop doing spinning well, back fists, and he's like, what? Do some more? Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I'm on it. <laughs> to his credit, he does have. Two knockouts, one from a spinning back kick and one from a spinning back fist. So well, I mean, clearly they can close the close well, shop. This corner kept saying, like, hey, stop doing that spin shit and just start throwing jabs. Start throwing jabs, start throwing hooks. And then Felder was like, I broke my fucking arm. What do I do? And they were like, <laughs> they're like, uh, they're like uh, jabs. Right. Bloody, spin. bloody face. Spin more? Got it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I broke my arm, so uh, I guess that means I have to spin. Well, and then the other thing is that one... Uh, so two of the fights for the evening were KO or TKO, and then there was one submission, but this is one of the two decision fights. So uh, two of the three judges, a split decision, went for Perry, and then but one judge voted for or had Felder ahead even. So yeah, kind of surprising. I mean, but well, it just shows they were back and forth. Felder, um, I see an argument for Felder winning. Uh, it just depends on how you score this. And actually uh, – it's it's funny because we're gonna talk about like how you score this like in the next fight that we'll talk about, <laughs> um, but uh, but Felder and Perry, uh, if you're looking at it from um, a little bit more old school UFC rules, you could actually make an argument for how Felder was more aggressive. Um, 
You know, and the fact that he was fighting through a fucking broken arm. You know, blood-soaked eye. Yeah, Yeah. but at which point does, oh, you're aggressive means we're grading on a curve. Because, yeah, you're aggressive, but you didn't really, it didn't make it add up to much. If you base it on aggression and heart, I mean, CM Punk would be the champion right now. I don't know, man. CM Punk wasn't very <laughs> aggressive. Uh, but speaking uh, he of... was until he got tired. <laughs> speaking of uh, worst fighters in MMA, though... Oh, yeah. Uh, new worst ever. So, uh... Somehow, CM this Punk upstage. is probably breathing yeah. way more easy Kinda after this fucking fight. F- yeah. Um... That, that's the one thing that I wonder uh, why nobody actually mentioned CM Punk in this. I was just like, CM Punk's probably like, oh, thank God, they've already forgotten. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because... Fucking Derek Lewis and Francis Ngannou had the most disappointing. Like, I like if you see what you have to understand too is all the hype behind this because the Black Beast is known for KOing the shit out of everybody. Really, really? Yeah, you could have fooled me. Except that one guy. Yeah, (laughs) and Francis Ngannou uh, is known for KOing the shit out of everybody except for that one that guy. One guy. Two oh, now. Right. Um, <laughs> the two guys now. Yeah. So making it a trend. I it like just it. they they just didn't click. And uh, Francis Ngannou actually released a statement. Um, Wait, before you get to the po- well, before you get to the post game, because I think to me everything that happened after the fight, whether it's people yeah. being interviewed or what people were saying, to me that was more interesting than the actual fight. I want to see what you think about the fight. Why didn't it work? Because, like, to me, when I look at these guys, these are two big guys, strong guys, and they're used to fighting guys who are either a little bit smaller or whatnot. Now you're in the ring with someone else who's just as big as you, who hits just as hard as you, and both of them act like they're too scared to, yeah, they're, well, <laughs> to hit each I think other. It was like, a so, little bit of that. like a bully who's fighting someone <laughs> his own size. Like, so I've seen some, uh, some commentary on the fight where uh, they, tried to, they tried to justify Francis... Uh, his actions. Um, what what Derek Lewis is saying uh, is his back seized up, and uh, I mean, here, here's the deal. What he's, I saw, he's, he's, he's too fat um, to fight. Yeah, Derek Lewis is saying he's too fat to fight, but I'll, I'll go into that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, what uh, Derek Lewis obviously to me uh, was afraid of Ngannou's punch, um, and and I mean, with good fucking because. Ngannou just tapped him with a jab a couple times, and Derek Lewis's whole head went back. Like he was like, "Oh shit, that is not good. That don't no. feel good." Um, so <laughs> just just that little tiny jab, not the full fucking uppercut from hell that Overeem got. Yeah, not but, the, f- the fist that is the power of a Toyota Yaris. Yes, but at the same time, uh, Ngannou, uh, I don't think. I, I think that what I saw there was a case of a fighter who needs a uh, an athlete psychologist um, because where he was at he, he was in somewhere else and I mean I saw it from the moment that you know Despacito starts playing it's a uh, fucking like Drake um, you know I'm, I'm sad now play Despacito Alexa um, so fucking um, yeah, not like a normal did you uh, life, see yeah. the uh, Dana White interview about Nagano Yes. What Dana White said? Okay. We'll um, about, what do you yeah. say? So, well, but, but first, I mean... The, we'll, we'll get to the, it. The deal is, uh, what, what I think was happening was, Derek Lewis was psyched out by Ngannou, but Ngannou came in and was a shell of what he used to be. Psyched out by Stipe. <laughs> he came in, one, the blonde hair shit is gone. Uh, he's coming out to Despacito. His 
face was just there. There was something about his presence that just was not like it was with Stipe. It was just completely hindered. And you gotta understand that that's because like that wasn't a quick knockout. It wasn't like a simple moment took Nganu out of the running. It was that he fought somebody who humiliated him for yeah. 25 minutes in front of millions of people. Um, and that w is enough to give anybody stage fright, you know? I've seen uh, in fucking theater uh, people who go up on lines one night and from then on every night they start fucking up more and more because they just start psyching themselves out. Um, you get that performance anxiety. And that's that's what I saw because Nganu was swinging a couple times, but if you look at if you look at what happened, he had clear windows. There were windows where you see Nganu look at him, and he's swinging, and he goes just he just he pulls swings yeah. and just totally misses. And you could tell he had n he never had any intention of connecting, you know. Well, and Herb Dean was the real MVP. <laughs> yes. Herb that was Dean. Hilarious. I mean, if we're actually, I mean, just, just to talk about old school rules. Yeah. If we're aggression going by, and ring control. Yeah. If we're going by aggression and ring control, Herb, uh, Herb Dean won the fight. Um, <laughs> because that was the most non-aggressive. Like, literally, Mike Jackson versus CM Punk was more aggressive than this bullshit. I, have um, you ever seen that before where a ref stops the fight and tells the fighters, hey, you need to be yes. fighting? Yes. Nah, uh, that that actually <laughs> happened... Uh, Fuck! It was, uh, it was Gabriel Gonzaga versus um, God, some other guy. It was when it was when Gonzaga was brand new, but that actually happened to them where the crowd was booing, and then they went like the ref actually pulled them in and said, "You motherfuckers gotta fight! I'm Our about boys. to start taking points off." Yeah. And then at that exact moment, uh, Gonzaga fucking knocked the other guy out. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> at least it ended well. Anyway, oh, so uh, to cap that match though. Uh, Lewis got the upset. It was a, a decision, uh, unanimous. Everybody thought he actually threw a couple of small punches versus Nagano's like not and kind of not slow even dancing connecting. to himself to Despacito in his mind, and mm. uh, big huge upset for Derek Lewis, Black Beast. Mm. So you want to talk about the post game stuff because that's real the things the comments okay. and so Nagano, uh, he was not present for any uh, post fight interview. Uh, and he said this on Twitter. Uh, I am not proud of my performance. I have carried my fear from the last fight to this one. I completely understand the frustration and anger that it has caused my fans, coaches, teammates, family, and friends, and I am truly sorry for that. I won't let everyone down again. All I can do now is prove myself and make you proud again. See, I don't like that. That's such a generic-to-me comment there. It's just very generic, playing it safe. It doesn't seem like I really believe what I just said. And uh, I'm kind of with Dana White here. I liked what Dana White said about Naganu about how he's kind of fed into his ego. Uh, and it was before the Stipe fight and yeah. then even after now. So hopefully, here's, you know. Here's my deal, man. Uh, if Dana White says it, uh, I don't believe it because Dana White is – all about fucking he's always against the fighters i mean because he's just trying to build this vince mcmahon presence now he always says things that just you know are from his perspective this weird warp thing i would just say nganu needs a sports psychologist to put some shit into perspective i don't know if it's his ego but he was on top of the world and he was fucking he jumped into the sport within two years he's challenging to be the baddest man on the fucking planet 
and everybody's telling him you've got the hardest punch in the world. You're a fucking natural at this. Yeah. And you're you've only been training for two years. They are telling him that. Yeah. They built him to be that. They created that ego monster that Dana White is now saying, oh, his ego ran away with him. No, you gave him that complex, and that's why he's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I think. Yep. Fun fact, um, Anthony Pettis actually was the uh, third highest paid performer of that whole event. Out of nowhere, because he just got a fight bonus, and then for Lewis, he got over a quarter million for it. So, damn, Black but Beast, yeah. I will say, like uh, after the fight, like Lewis, I liked what Lewis said. Like to me, this dude Lewis, even though I don't see him having too long of a career, he seemed like real cool. Like his comment, he's like, "Hey, I'm not happy about this fight," and they're like, "Who do you well, think you're fighting?" That? Man, I don't feel like I should be fighting anyone. I got some stuff I need to get back to basics. Yeah, like, I need to work I, on. Like, work on my fucking technique. Yeah, got like, shed weight. Like, he totally just got torn into his own self, but it like seemed that's... genuine. Like, hey, man, I need to work on some I stuff. Because I think he probably just thought, like, look, I'm fighting the number one contender. Yeah, I'm top five, but he's like, I'm probably going to get my the floor wiped. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm better than I think, but I know I'm sloppy. Damn, I need to step my game up. Like, maybe this is going to reawaken him to be like, I need to be a better competitor. Because mm. I'm curious about with his status. Because, I mean, he was number five. Naganu is one, so I'm curious how far Naganu is going to fall, and then it, what happens to Lewis? Does he just move up to four? Does everybody else just, <laughs> you know, does everybody move Five up one, or does, one? Does he jump up four. to number one now? Like, how does that work? And then another random fun fact I just looked up is uh, apparently in 2017 when um, the hurricane in Houston occurred, uh, where is it? Oh, Hurricane Harvey. He apparently like saved a hundred people because he has this big ass lifted truck. And so he just ended up like, hey, just, hey, oh, cool, Black Beast just saved me from the floodwaters. Neat. Well, I mean, the, the other thing, um, fucking, uh, Joe Rogan basically said that he feels that uh, both of them should have been marked down as a loss. And if we're actually, yeah. really and truly, yeah. if we're grading this off of the old metrics, uh, this should have gone down as a draw. <laughs> Um, because they both did nothing. Neither guy actually did anything significant. Um, but that's pretty much that. Uh, it was just a horrible fight. Um, and then we got to some like after having to shake off that nightmare, we got to something that was a super good fight. Fucking great. I mean, just exciting. It was what we think a real heavyweight fight should be. So good. It's a little short. The whole whole minute and 30 or whatever. (laughs) It was four minutes and 33 seconds. Oh, four minutes. It almost went one full round. Yeah, they they almost Mm. went. It it was in round one. It was a round one knockout, but I mean, they went on. And Stipe was controlling them for a little bit, but uh, Daniel Cormier. Stipe! (laughs) He he went into it, though. Uh, What what happened there was, uh, and I mean, Cormier actually just revealed the whole fucking thing because he said it in an interview like the night before. He said, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get him in a clinch. I'm going to punch him in the clinch. And then that's going to knock him out. Um, well, again, it's, I think it's exactly what it is because I was listening to some analysis after this and talking about it. And what they pointed out, which I'd always kind of known, but it didn't really sink in just how good DC is at it. He's so good at being able to seamlessly blend between the your grapple and your strike work because there's a lot of guys like Stipe is kind of modal he's like he's like you Stipe is either he's going to strike you or he's going to grapple you and he's pretty fearsome at both it's not like he can't work 
it's just like you're it's just he's got a battle plan this way or this way and uh dc's a lot more mobile at being able to flex between the two because yes. he's like he's a grapple and then he's already he's got to well, plus, he's gonna, plus the yeah. eye pokes don't hurt you right they oh, don't well, hurt okay. your chances oh, okay oh. Yeah. <laughs> listen sometimes you break your neck sometimes you poke their eye shit happens hey man i mean but do you I'm... feel guilt for getting poked in the eye <laughs> yeah. apparently dc got poked in that both in the eye somewhere in the match too reddit was like there's a part where they thought dc got one too but so other so. weird question though okay so stipe was ranked number two pound per pound in ufc yeah and dc was five because there's a tie for third right so does dc now move up uh, they're still kind of adjusting pound for pound rankings. Yeah. What I've seen Those most a lot of pounds recently is they've moved uh, <laughs> DC. <laughs> yeah. They've moved DC up to number four. Stipe is still two, but they think they're really measuring out uh, what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, because it's it's a little difficult how you measure that because Stipe was longest reigning heavyweight um, versus uh, that DC went three times. Yeah, well, DC hasn't defended. <laughs> But, I mean, that's a fuckload for heavyweight, oh, man. Lakers and fights. Bulls have yeah. taught you anything. That fourth one's always the hardest. <laughs> well, and then uh, DC is, uh, he actually hasn't defended the belt, uh, the light heavyweight belt, all that much. Because he won it, um, and then he fought uh, He fought three fights. It was Gustafsson um, and Rumble and Ozdemir. Uh, Ozdemir, yeah. And uh, that's it. That's all that he's defended the belt. Um, you know, he lost it to Jones once, and that's it. Um, so Stipe is is kind of actually in a because he defended it three times at heavyweight. Um, it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a crapshoot how you're really going to weigh this out. I think that Cormier should rank higher than Stipe, uh, but I just want to tell you guys, uh, I fucking told you. Don't um, remind me, man. During, Don't remind. During like right before the fight happened, I was like, "It's gonna be DC." I keep telling like because if you just look at his resume on Strike Force, the only reason why he didn't fight heavyweight before was because he never wanted to fight Cain Velasquez. That's it, because he and Cain Velasquez are like fucking the golden lovers of UFC. I mean, so. I I'm still upset about that fight because I lost so much street cred, man. I bet against Black, went against my own people, and then uh, you don't have to won. admit these things. I, I, I will, man. I will admit it. I'm admit. You, I'm gonna own it, man. I was. I thought Stipe had it, man. I was. You <laughs> bet against your own dad, <laughs> <laughs> the patron saint of the thick boys. Yeah. I mean, squad. I got Stipe, who's the longest reigning champ. I got the other guy who's just been eating Popeye's chicken. I got my money on Stipe. Yo, <laughs> never bet against Popeye's chicken. <laughs> Listen, Official is, sponsor of the Fight Forever podcast. <laughs> this is a good fight, and I'd like to see a, a run back on this. It's it wasn't. I don't think picking Stipe and that's an unreasonable choice, frankly, because I think Stipe had the tools too. I think Stipe would have had to fight a fight that he doesn't necessarily do always. Because you, I, I gotta assume if you have DC. Mr. Human Bulldog, you want to try to keep him away, yeah. keep him outside the clinch. Yeah. You know, don't let him get up on you. But that's all he, you know, that's, you know, that's all he's going to do. But I don't think Steve is necessarily one to try to do a long range strike game. He, like, he needs, he, like, he needs to get in as much. Yeah. And you know what like, kind of surprised me? Against him. One of the reasons I like Steve so much, he just seems like such a cool, down to earth guy. Mm-hmm. And after this loss, he kind of seems like a sore loser, man. Does he? A little bit to he me. Just, like, have, have, have you watched his interview? Because he just seemed like he didn't relieved. give a fuck. 
Yeah. Well, like, that's what to me is like, that's what to me comes off as sore loser. It's kind of like you lose a game like, well, I don't care. I didn't really care about it anyway. To me, uh, that's well, like a sore loser like I there. Mean, like, I think you didn't care. Why'd you show up? I like, mean, he gave his props to DC. I mean, he said he said he cares about the fight, but he just said, hey, man, it sucks losing. But you know what? There's more things out there than fighting. You know, he just straight like, it was funny. They kept asking him like all these questions about like trying to play into the drum what would you think about Brock Lesnar uh, that's when he's you? that's when but, DC's not gonna or sorry that's when Cipe's not gonna play ball because yeah. like I don't give a fuck yeah because they were like what would you think <laughs> of uh, Brock Lesnar calling you a piece of shit and then he goes I don't care dude, he's like dude as soon as you're done talking to me I'm about to hop on a plane and go see my baby girl you know so I mean that's the thing the just, dude is he's you a know, dad a fireman you know a friend uh maybe a, a father uh he, and then oh yeah. also a longest heavyweight defending UFC champ until recently but, like you yeah. know that's like number 6 on his resume okay yeah. I mean he did he had immigrant he, mentality <laughs> that's <laughs> immigrant mentality baby and he was like congrats to DC you know whatever is but it's like I don't blame him cuz he's like my wife is going to give birth uh, any hour now, and yeah. uh, I don't give a fuck about Lesnar, so uh, I'm going to go home. Yeah, He's basically like, I'm about to take a paternity leave anyway yeah, if I so. won this or if I didn't. So Good match, DC. I'll catch mm. you later. I think that, yeah, he was kind of relieved because he's like, they're not going to force me into a that's bunch what of it is. shit afterwards. I think, I think that's the that, yeah. it was relief more than anything. Yeah. I'm sure he was tired, too. Yeah, he's probably like, oh man, you know, I'm kind of tired of being champ because uh, I got a fucking kid, I got a baby. I but I will, birth. I will give you this, Banks. I don't think he's necessarily a sore loser, but I, I, I would believe it that he's bitter because I don't think Dana ever gave him the same kind of shot. Like I don't think Dana ever really liked him. You know what I mean? Like, not liked him, but like, never gave him the real professional promotional emphasis did not see him as the champion like oh yeah he's our longest reigning champ but like he's not marketable the entire time he just said Stipe I'm not he's not marketable and like I didn't feel like it was that kind of Vince McMahon but he was finally being featured on commercials and stuff like what's the one commercial a little too late right it's (laughs) because though Stipe had made them well I mean not only that but it's because the, the reason why he's not marketable is because he doesn't play ball well, he's not playing ball like Cormier did immediately after the fight. Like, all of that shit with Lesnar. <laughs> so. You know, and uh, let's let's go ahead and open up that shit. Let's get real quick on this Lesnar because I'm dying here. Well, I mean, to me, Stipe, he's easily marketable. You just put him on, like, a pack. He, he's a spokesperson for, like, beer and bratwurst. Like, hey, yeah. I'm going to grill with the boys. Save Stipe, some lives. Stipe Miocis, listen to me because I don't give a fuck. Stipe sausage. <laughs> it's just that that bit right there. Lesnar coming out, pushing uh, Cormier. What I love is that uh, that dude from Cormier's corner was like fucking five foot tall. Did y'all see that? <laughs> that dude was like five foot tall who started shoving Lesnar. It was like little man. <laughs> is that, is that his other he goes to shove him and he bounces off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna show you. Yeah. Well, and Dana's yeah. like, "Fucking, I'm gonna be rolling in money, but you guys gotta stop before we piss off the commission." You know. So, do you think it was staged to having Brock show up there? Yes. Or like, oh yeah, Brock. Yes. Yeah, Brock to show up. Yes. Yeah. Brock he to was, shove. Yes. He too. wasn't just showing up to see the show. I like what you do there. Oh, I used to believe in coincidences too. Oh man, 
What a time. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the greatest picture. It's just John Jones besides DC. DC does look like your your fat funny. uncle who's they like, did, you that's shit. Let me see that. That's they Photoshopped that. Is, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, it's new, fat, and improved. To, uh, to, <laughs> to close out, DC. though, uh, yeah. speaking of which, uh, I'm going to need some music because we're going to go into my favorite Wait, you, section. Who wins, Brock or DC? DC. DC. Yeah. DC. He's actually okay. like an Olympic trained. Like uh, he's been yeah. fighting and actually throwing potatoes for many, many years. That's yep. a good side for all that Popeyes. Oh, so yeah. What about Hard the book. idea? Who was it? Was it Dan? You threw on it. They both put their titles on the line. Yeah. This <laughs> DC's crossover to wrestling. DC wins. It's a title versus did, title. Did you fucking did you fucking see that on uh, on on the post fight interview? DC actually brought it up. He was like, oh, he, did? he he goes, yeah. He actually says in his interview, he's like, Yo, Vince, call me. Bring me in. I'll fight him in SummerSlam. Let's go. <laughs> he's getting cocky. It's him versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah. He he said that. He also said and some shit about. Still win. He also said some shit about like, yo, uh, Brock's got to be fucking clear. He's like, I'm about to pay. Like my camp will pay for Brock Lesnar to get some special uh, testing. Like I want more than just the two USADA tests. I want <laughs> more. We're gonna test him every week. Damn. Um. But I mean so, that's ignite. That's yeah. That's, that's how you, awesome. I mean, you got to do it. Well, I mean, and it did say today that like Lesnar has officially checked into uh, UFC's he's he's like in the yeah, testing drug rehabilitation for, yeah. thing. Yeah. So uh, the one thing that's very important though that we we need to acknowledge here, um, Daniel Cormier has very publicly said multiple times uh, his retiring date from fighting is March twentieth, twenty nineteen. So it is March of next year. So then um, they're going to make this his final fight. His his birthday is well. He says he wants two more fights. Um, <laughs> they are going to December and March. They are going to rush Jones back. Lesnar so, can't fight till January. So if he's back that's in the pool. actually the deal. Is I believe what's happening here, uh, and uh, I'll I'll talk about this next one after we get some music because I need some jazz music for our favorite segment. Yeah. But uh, Lesnar's not going to come back. Uh, from the USADA ban, because if he entered in today, today, then that means that he's not going to be clear from his suspension from the Mark Hunt fight until January. Yeah, January, early January. So that's the earliest, and DC says he wants to fight in November. But he doesn't know. He says only if he gets a worthwhile fight. Cue music. Boom. Boom 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 He's got roids, but not anymore because he's going to be clean. He's the goat. He's the goat. DC is not the fucking goat. So, John Jones um, is probably getting on the fast track because of uh, UFC. Um, UFC is probably going, uh, fucking clear this guy. Dear God, please clear this guy. We don't care who we have to bribe, but we're going to do it. We don't give a fuck. Just do it. So okay, what's so the holdup? What's all going on with the investigation so or whatnot? Jones is probably um, so <laughs> probably what they're doing is Jones is going. Hey, I'll make you a lot more fucking money than Daniel will. Just saying, my return. He's he's like 
here's what's gonna happen I'll fight DC in November I'll beat DC in November and then I'll fight Brock in January let's go Ooh, spicy meatball, eat him up. <laughs> well, it does fit. I mean, John Jones, he did say he wanted to fight Brock so he yep. can beat DC, hopefully legit this time, so, and pass well, the test. Here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. If Brock. DC is now fighting his heavyweight champs, does Jones return as a heavyweight to fight him? Yes, yeah. uh, they're going to fight at heavyweight is what's going to happen. <laughs> because uh, I already Dana, won your first title. Now I'm going to take your new one. The problem is... Beat uh, you in the one division you've The guy who's in. most likely in light heavyweight to actually beat Daniel Cormier right now is Alexander Gustafson. But Daniel Cormier straight up said in his post-fight interview uh, the other day, he went, uh, no, I'm not fighting Gustafson because the last time I fought him, we didn't make fucking anything because nobody fucking watches him. Yeah. So. Well, what do you think about this idea? So let's say the November thing, John Jones, Daniel Cormier for the heavyweight. If Daniel Cormier loses, you know, and John Jones wins, he goes on to fight Brock Lesnar. Whereas Daniel Cormier goes on later March or so to defend the light heavyweight title. And then that way, uh, you know, if he loses that one, then, you know, he can go ahead and do his retirement thing, or at least he's still got a championship. Well, you know? I mean, John Jones came on. I mean, he kind of finally broke the silence. All that John Jones said was, wow, I'm a two-division champion. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he said. That's so uh, smug. Pro-level trolling. I love yeah, it. Um, but, uh, yeah, John Jones is like straight. I mean, I, I think that the way that they're going to do it, um, DC probably by November will probably vacate the light heavyweight belt um they need to get somebody else's status rising yoel might uh jump up and quickly fight gustafson and we'll see what happens there for that belt that or be interesting switch stipe loses weight haha becomes light heavyweight champ oh, that's damn. that's actually a possibility because yeah. stipe has talked about going to light heavyweight but He's kind of in that like, uh, I just I'm I'm becoming a dad. Like, let's keep the dad bod. <laughs> so, we'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, uh, I think that about does uh, it. Uh, 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 pop breaking news. What? Breaking news. Extreme rules. They just announced a steel cage match. Oh, it's so extreme. Who? Bobby Lashley and Reigns between Kevin Owens. And Braun Strowman. Uh, Do we have any last-minute uh, predictions hot off the wire here? Strowman. Obviously. I thought yeah, you were going to say, do you have any last words for Kevin Owens? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my best friend, Sammy Zane, where are you? Uh, anyway, that's it. That's it. We're done. This has been Five Forever. Yeah. Uh, Brought to you by Arby's Meat Mountain. Arby's Meat Mountain and Popeye's. Oh, are we going to do that uh, pound challenge? Yeah, we need to. Pound we, burger challenge. Okay, so we that got, sounds so funny when you we, say it like that. We're going to do yeah. that pound challenge? That we, got, yeah. we, got, <laughs> we got three fucking segments coming. We got to do that pound burger. We got to do right. my tattoo. Uh, and uh, we, we got to get a guest on here. Well, and the dildo <laughs> in your ass, that thing, too. You know, oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Being black in America. There's that whole thing. Well, you expect me to jump on that or what? This has been Fight Forever. If you like what we're doing, we're on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, at fight, we're on Facebook at Fight Forever. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Hey I Made That Pro. That's Hey I Made That Productions. Follow us for all of our other podcasts. Hey, I watch that and uh, some other hot new things coming down the pike soon. Um, yeah, if you like what we're doing, uh, support our music artists. 
Uh, we are each and every week or month or whenever we record episode uh, brought to you by the fine musics of uh, Mo Goodley and Ryder Johnson, whose tune you should be hearing swelling up under our voices here any moment now. Boys, is there anything else? John Jones. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Here's the mute. Adios. Adios.